Hey, what is going on, everyone? And welcome to The Message with yours truly, Angel. In this episode, we're going to cover some ways that can help you be more confident in life. Now, although some are born with more confidence than others, I very much believe that it is something we all can work on. But before we get into that, I just want to say that I hope all is well with you. Remember, first and foremost, that I appreciate you for tuning in at this very moment and that God loves you and has amazing plans for your life. Now, I completely understand if you don't exactly feel that way. Life isn't very easy for believers and non-believers. Being a Christian can be extremely difficult, and I'll save the details for a future episode for sure. But I myself have been struggling with breaking out of being content and continue progressing in life. I'm someone who, if I'm not getting better at something, I feel like I'm wasting my life away. I need goals and things to conquer in life. Otherwise, I'm not contributing to society, in my opinion. Luckily, my foundation in God helps me stay grounded and always helps me remember that I've been created in purpose. This helps me stay confident in that God does have a plan for me and that I just need to continue what I'm capable of doing. Confidence is key. Confidence, I believe, is necessary to be successful in life. For example, if you're not confident in your talents, then who is going to believe in you? If you're not confident in God, then how can you find peace in knowing He is sovereign? If you're not confident socially, you may miss on networking opportunities because you don't want to step out and meet new people. Long story short, confidence is extremely important, and I hope that by the end of this episode, I can give you some tools that will help you be more confident in life and help you just be ready to break through those obstacles that you may be facing right now. A few weeks ago, there was this challenge that went viral on social media that was called the How Hard Aging Has Hit You Challenge. The challenge pretty much consists of finding a picture of you from like a decade ago and comparing it to one of you recently. There should be a dramatic difference when they're side by side. When I looked at the photo that I chose from 2009, I remember the guy in that photo. I wasn't so confident in myself. As a result, I walked around with a chip on my shoulder. I always felt like I had to prove something. Just by looking at the photo, you could tell. It was as if I had to show others that I'm a man and not just some kid. Now, there were many factors as to why I acted this way growing up. First off, I grew up without a father raising me, so there was a lot I had to learn on my own when it came to being a man. Made some mistakes along the way, but by the grace of God, I turned out pretty okay. Fast forward 10 years, and much has changed. Back then, I wasn't so approachable. I was told I didn't smile much when walking to class, while today at my job, I get asked about why I am always smiling, <laughs> you know? I was once asked, believe it or not, if I smoked, thinking I was coming high to work. <laughs> I got a good laugh out of that. Back then, I used to be petty, somewhat spiteful, and my mouth didn't have much of a filter. I used to use swear words without much of a second thought. Now today, I understand how vital it is to understand that the tongue speaks either life or death. I wasn't born 100% confident in myself. It was a journey. This podcast is to help you take a lot less time in discovering how to be more confident in yourself. Hopefully, you'll learn from my mistakes and testimony today, and it may be of some help in your journey of life, because I believe that confidence is key to anything you do. Now, going back to high school, 
I wasn't so rooted in God as I am now. I didn't do drugs or slept around, but I swore a lot back then and was a bit of a prick to be quite honest. I also hung around some people that weren't a good influence for me. That's not to say I was a horrible person back then either, but I needed to mature a lot. In college is when I really started to become more comfortable with embracing my faith and understanding that this means you will never truly fit in with the crowd. Since in high school, that's all I wanted to do. Before I name some of the other methods of becoming more confident, I think it's important to start with God. After all, we were all created by the Lord, and when we truly understand that we're the pinnacle of creation, we start to see our lives differently. If we look at the Bible, in the book of Psalm 139, verses 13 to 14, it says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. Pay attention to what it says. The Lord formed us and created us to be complex. In creation, God spoke things into existence. He said it, and it became. He did things different when creating us. He actually formed and created us. Think about it. When you look at the human body, you realize how truly amazing it is with the body fighting off a cold or forming a scab over a cut. Even so much as our minds that are more powerful than any computer that exists today. God took time and care in creating you. The next time you feel you're insignificant or not confident, remember you were created by the same God who spoke everything into existence. The word also says, you were not made to live with fear, but with power. If we look to 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. This means you were not created to be fearful. You were created to be a powerful instrument for God to carry out his sovereign will. If you're listening to this, understand this to be true even if you don't believe it at first. You were created with purpose. You are not on this earth to just sleep, work, and eventually pass. You have a mission on this earth that the Lord has given you. Live life with purpose. Live your life knowing that you are a child of God and through Him, you're more than a conqueror. Now that I've given you some tools to switch your mindset, I think it's also important to talk about appearance. You know as well as I do, a new haircut or a new outfit can make a huge difference in how you feel. It's not a bad thing to take care of your appearance. After all, we're told to take care of the Holy Temple. Some folks are not confident about themselves because of how they appear physically. The good news is, there's a lot of this that you're in control over. One of the most common reasons people are not happy with their appearance is because they're not in shape. They may not fit in clothes as well as they'd like, and want to either lose weight or maybe someone is too thin and they want to gain weight. That's what happened with me. Now, throughout my life, I was a pretty skinny kid. I wasn't too skinny either, but I had trouble gaining weight because of my fast metabolism. Near the end of my sophomore year in college, I had decided that I had enough of being skinny. I hated how big the sleeves on shirts used to look on me. I hated not having size on me. But instead of complaining about it and letting it affect my confidence, I understood that I can actually do something about it. So I signed up for a gym. I signed up for Planet Fitness in the summer of 2013. I hit the gym the very same day I signed up. 
I remember going on bodybuilding.com day after day, looking at ways to work out and how to eat right. I found out that I had a fast metabolism and that was preventing me from gaining weight as fast as others. I had to eat every two to three hours if I wanted to break through. So I did. I worked at a supermarket at the time and every two to three hours, I was buying food and washing it down with a protein shake. I started to see the scale go up after a couple of weeks. I remember putting on shirts and thinking they shrunk because of how they fit. They fit me tighter. But the length of the shirt was the same. It was I that was getting bigger. I gained 25 pounds over that summer, and I will never forget the reactions I got when I got back to school. I had left college for the summer as a skinny kid, and now I came back with a large frame and sleeves hugging the arms. I remember one female friend I had would have trouble keeping eye contact because they kept looking at how much larger my arms got, for example. I had another friend ask me, what's the secret? You don't think this boosted my confidence? It definitely did. I looked in the mirror and I liked what I saw. I liked how my frame changed. The best part was, it was something that I worked hard for. Because I understood that this was under my control. So if you're not happy with your body, work out. Sign up for a gym and hit it at least three times a week. Look at ways on how to diet properly. It's much simpler than what magazines may want you to think. No secrets. It's just eating clean and hitting the iron. But besides your body, maybe your style can use some fine tuning to help boost your confidence. Change your wardrobe up and buy some new clothes for yourself. Go on Pinterest or YouTube if you need some inspiration or ideas on how to put together a nice outfit. Shoot, even I used them to help me with my style. Put more care into how you look and you'll feel better about yourself. I didn't feel as confident when I've gone more than I'd like without a haircut. I didn't feel as confident when I would see my size go down from my inconsistency in the gym sometimes. But these are things that you can control. Now, back in high school, I used to watch the MTV show Jersey Shore Heavy. I remember a quote from the show that, funny enough, is actually true. It was by Mike the Situation, if you watch the show. But anyways, he was getting a haircut, and he had said that if you're looking good, you're feeling good. And if you're feeling good, you get good results. I mean, folks, that's true. So now you understand where your identity comes from and some ways to improve your appearance. But another important part of your confidence is your circle. Your inner circle of friends is very, very important. In this life, success cannot be done alone. You need a good group of friends beside you. They say that you're the sum of the five closest friends, so it's important that this is a compliment and not an insult. You have to be around others that motivate you and help build you up. Are the people you hang with content with their lives? Are they looking to better themselves? Do they have goals? This is important because surrounding yourself with others that want to succeed will only help you in the long run, which does affect confidence. How can you be a confident person if you're rolling with friends that are losers? Maybe they're not losers in the sense of not having goals, but how they treat you is also important. You can have friends who speak negativity into your life, I mean, sure, you need honest friends, but at the same time, they need to be optimistic as well. That's why every now and then I look into my inner circle and audit them. Which friends are making moves? Which friends are helping me grow? Which are causing drama and negativity in my life? My life is just too short to be wasting it with those who have no ambition. If you're not helping me in some way or another, you've got to go. 
I won't think twice about it either. It's pretty scary how quick I, I can actually cut someone out of my life without feeling bad. But I need to be selfish in some aspects of my life. I need to be around people who are either just as good as me or preferably better than me. My advice, look at the closest people around you and make sure they're helping you be better. Now, maybe you thought about some friends you need to kick out, but what about the confidence to meet new people and potentially new friends after that? What are some ways you can be more confident with not just yourself, but in how you interact with others? It's a tricky question because everyone is different. Some are naturally shy and some are incredibly outspoken. I was never a shy kid growing up, but I still benefited from ways on how to interact with other people better. So what helped that? Believe it or not, a job. Having a job helped me tremendously, believe it or not. I remember as early as I was legally able to work, I had a job. I was 14 years old and working at my first job as a cashier in a local McDonald's. Perfect job for a kid my age at the time, but I didn't enjoy it. I had a temper back then, and I was forced to learn how to deal with customers of different personalities. Some were really nice and others came in feeling entitled. Work in retail helps grow character and you come out a better person because of it. If you're not naturally a social person, it will definitely help you grow more comfortable in socializing with other people. It's a muscle that needs to be exercised and in time I know if shyness is something you deal with, a job will certainly help in making you be more social. Just remember that social isn't a bad thing. It can open doors for you in ways you couldn't imagine. It's like a singer who is shy. A customer may be a talent scout for his profession, but if you don't say a word to them, then how will they know you sing? A job also will help you fund the gym membership, the clothing you may want to buy, and any haircuts, so keep that in mind also. Now, if you notice, confidence usually comes with growing as a person. This is why I also feel that educating yourself is key to confidence. Whether this means going to school or learning something on YouTube, always look to learn something new every day. Being intelligent is certainly a confidence booster, as it will always impress those you socialize with besides yourself. Remember that education should be a lifelong journey. Grow as a person and have fun with it. Currently, I'm learning how to play the piano. I have an 88-key MIDI keyboard that I've been using, and I know once I learn how to play some songs with it, my confidence will definitely go up from that. Folks, we're almost near the end of the episode, and I want to leave you with this. This is your life. Start caring less about what other people think about you. Work on yourself, of course, but don't live for the approval of other people either. You live your life only once, and this very moment is the youngest you'll ever be. Stop living in fear and live in victory as the Lord had intended. Understand that there is more than life than just waking up, going to school, then working, after retiring, to only then pass away not long after. You can break out of this. Chase your goals and dreams. Cut out the losers in your circle and start finding friends that will actually elevate you in life. Hit the gym and the mall so that you can smile at the reflection in the mirror. You are awesome, and it's time you start living like it. Obviously, it's much easier said than done. Although there is a living God that loves us and has a plan for each of our lives, this also means we have an adversary. The enemy does not want you to live in confidence. The Lord wants to transform your life. But know that when you allow God to do that, you'll receive some opposition. I want to close this podcast out with prayer. I pray that the Lord may provide you with strength, guidance, and transformation in your life. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this amazing day. 
Thank you for the fact that you created us to be strong, loving, and confident. Thank you for all you do in our lives that we may not currently see. Lord, we pray right now for strength because we live in a corrupt world that wants us to live in fear rather than power. Lord, we ask for guidance because we understand that there is an enemy that does not want us to live our lives in abundance. Help strengthen us, Lord, so that we may be able to withstand the temptations of this world. Lord, I know also there are areas of our lives that may not be pleasing to you. Lord, forgive us and give us another opportunity to do better. Lord, we want to thank you for loving us so much that you have a plan for each and every one of us who wants to surrender to you. Thank you for all you've done in our lives, for what you're currently doing, and for what you will do. May our lives here on out be with confidence that we are your children and we were not created to be fearful. We thank you, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, folks, that's the end of this episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. It always means a lot for you to take time out of your day to tune into the podcast. Um, it would mean so much if you would share this with someone who may need this. Please leave a review on iTunes. If you enjoy the podcast, it would truly help me out, and I appreciate that in advance. And feel free to reach out to me on social media or through my website, mynameisangel.com. Till next time, folks, this has been The Message with Angel. God bless.